prayers. Um, we're ready to go on fire in prayer. These are the months that we have to actually really fast and pray because these are the months that um, we as Christians actually need to really like seek God. And it's the season where we are supposed to also just seek God's face like never before. So before we, we start, uh, can we just open up a prayer? My Father, my God, I thank you, Father God, for this day. This is the day that you have made, Lord. And this is the day, my Father, my God, where we are going to pray, decree your word, my Father, my God. And we know, Father God, that everything that will come out of our mouths, Father God, it will come to pass, Father God, for you say you will do the very thing you hear us say. So tonight, my Father, as we pray, I pray. And I thank you, Father God, that the word and the prayers, Father God, that we will pray tonight, Father God, will increase our faith, my Father, my God. It will increase and make us know who we are, my Father, my God, in you, Father God, that in you, my Father, my God, we are complete. Father, we thank you. I give you honor and I give you glory for everyone that will join us for this prayer tonight. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Welcome, family. Let's do our uh, declaration. Say this with me. My Father, my God, I decree and I declare that as I hear your word tonight, I am ready to receive a word from you that will change my destiny. Help me, Lord, continue to watch and pray in these uncertain times. Every time I hear or pray your word, my Father, it brings us out of bondage and lifting us out of limitation and brings us into a place of freedom to walk in all that God has for us and all that he has already provided for us. I, uh, we have entered into a new month and I want us, uh, before we actually go into our prayer session, I um, want us to pray these prayers as we have entered into a new month the month of November, hallelujah. Say this with me. My father, my God, I thank you for the month of November. Thank you, Lord, for protecting and preserving my life and the life of my family in the name of Jesus. To you, my father, I give alone all the glory forever and ever. Amen. I decree that today, uh, sorry, I decree, today I decree today that November decree will be a blessed month for me and my family. And our coming in shall be blessed. Our labor shall be abundant results in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Say this with me. I decree Amen. that I shall not fear or worry in this month of November. For I have this the spirit moment. of boldness, the spirit of love, the spirit of love, and the spirit of a sound mind in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say this with me. I declare and I declare every power speaking against my health, speaking against my destiny, speaking against my progress in this month, speaking against my marriage, speaking against my family and speaking against my finances 
Today, I cut you off in the name of Jesus. I cut off your head in the name of Jesus. November shall be a blessed month for me and my family in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we are declaring it, we are decreeing it that November is blessed for us in the name of Jesus. Our going out is blessed, our coming in is blessed, whatever we touch is blessed of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Say this with me today. I pass a decree against every standing against or any giant that is before me, I command them to cease in the name of Jesus. I command them to cease in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The title of our prayer session today is, you know, the process is actually going to wait for you. The process is going to wait for you. Say this with me. The process is going to wait for me. Hallelujah. And our prayer sessions will come from 1 Samuel 17. Hallelujah. And let us just read from uh, verse 16 to verse 20. The Bible says, and then we will just take from any other scripture along the way. The Bible says, and the Philistine drew near and presented himself 40 days, morning and evening. Then Jesse said to his son, David, "Take take now for your brothers, an elf of this dried grain and then and these ten loaves and run to your brothers at the camp and carry these ten cheese to the captain of their of their thousand and uh, see how your brothers fare and bring back news of them verse 19 says now so and they and them and all the men of Israel were in a valley of Elf, fighting with the Philistines. So David rose early in the morning, left the ship with the keeper, took the things, and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the camp as the army was going out to fight and shouting uh, for the battle. Hallelujah. And I just want us to uh, verse 14. The Bible says, Then he took his stuff in his hand and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag in a pouch which he had and his sling was in his hand and he drew near to the Philistine. I just want to combine all those uh, scriptures and we're going to read. Um, I I, I believe that uh, everyone that is listening, everyone under the sound of my voice, uh, this evening, we have all gone through some challenges. I I don't think there's anyone who can say, I've never been through a challenge. I I truly believe that we've all gone through uh, challenges, some challenges, uh, challenges that sometimes appear greater than our resources, greater than who we are. We all know that it is uh, what it's like to be in a situation where it looks as though we will never get the victory, where, where we, we think I'm in this thing and I will never, I'll never come out of it or I'll never get the victory. Say this with me. I decree and I declare I will get the victory even if get the victory. it doesn't look like it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's in those Amen. 
kinds of moments when you have to know who you are. Like Pastor Portia priest, like Pastor Zandile priest, like uh, Dr. Brian Mazavani priest. And just like even uh, this last weekend, teacher Jason was teaching uh, us, we have to know who we are and whose we are. We have to know who we are. And if you know who you are, you will stand and fight your battle. Say this with me. If I know who I am, I will stand and I will fight my battle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can't focus on what people say about you, but you have to remember what God says who you are. You are not what people say you are, but you are who God says you are. Decree this with me. I decree and I declare there is greatness in me and on me in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And what God is ready to do in your life is going to be so great because he is going to reveal to you what he has deposited inside of you. And and you, you have the ability, you've been given the ability to handle whatever stands before you. Say this to me, God has given me the ability to stand before my giant and fight. Hallelujah. The story of David and Goliath is a, it's an old story. I remember the story from being a little girl. So we all know the story of it, but I, I just want us to pray some prayer points from it. It's as good it's a story that we all grew up hearing about. It's about how David slew Goliath. David was a giant slayer. To understand the story, we have to go back and see how they got to that point. Israel wanted a king. Say this with me. Israel Israel. wanted a king. And they chose so for themselves. Hallelujah. In 1 Samuel 16, the scripture says that God rejected Saul. God rejected Saul and the spirit left Saul. And he was so greatly distressed about it that David played the harp. And when he played the harp for Saul, uh, Saul could be encouraged. Hallelujah. He ministered to Saul even after God rejected him. God then instructed Samuel to go down to Jesse's house. Jesse was a Bethlehem because the next king of Israel could come from Jesse's house. Samuel went to Jesse's house and began the interview process, hallelujah, the interview process for the king because the king was going to come, the next king was going to come from Jesse's house. And as he was doing the interview, um, understand, I just want us to understand this one thing that people look at the outer appearance of a person, but God always looks at the heart. Say this with me, my father, my God, you always look at our heart and not our outer appearance. Hallelujah. The Philistines were opposing, were opposed to the Israel of the Israelites. So they had positioned themselves against God's people on one mountain, one side of the mountain were the Philistines, and on the other side of the mountain were God's people. And in the middle 
was a valley. I just want you to get that. On one side of the mountain were the Philistines, and on the other side were God's people, the Israelites. And in the middle, down in the middle, was a valley. Amen? Or out of the Philistine army, down in the valley, came this giant, came this gigantic man named Goliath. According to 1 Samuel 17, verse 4, the Bible gives us some dimensions about Goliath. He was nine feet, six inches tall. His armor weighed about 125 pounds. Don't know how much it is converted to our, our um, measurements but he was 225 pounds by itself and his sword alone weighed about 15 pounds. When he walked through the valley, there was an echo. As he walked through the valley, there was an echo behind him. He served the gods of the Philistines and dared anyone to challenge him. He mocked Israel and declared, who can come against me? That's what our enemies sometimes, not sometimes, that's what our enemy does and decree to us who can come against me or a bill talks to you or something talks to you to say, can you pay me? Can you do this to me? So it's, it's a giant that stands before you. It was Goliath, Goliath in that valley that represented the giant. And let us be clear today, some of us have Goliath standing before us. It can be a Goliath of insecurity. It can be a Goliath of worry. It can be a Goliath of doubt. It can be a Goliath of depression. It can be a Goliath of sickness and disease. It can be a Goliath of a marital problem. It can be a Goliath of barrenness, anything. But your God is faithful and you are stronger than that Goliath that is standing before you. Say this with me, my father, my God, I am stronger than my Goliath that is standing before me, hallelujah, hallelujah. And one thing that you must know is that Goliaths fall down. They do fall down. And when they fall, they fall hard. I have come to remind you today who you are. You are not some, just somebody or some pushover just because you have a giant. Say this with me, I decree and I declare. I, declare I know that God's hand is upon me. I know that God's destiny is upon my life. I'm going to stand still and fight the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. We are here. Uh, we hear about David fighting this giant, but we have to look and see how did David come to this place? How does a person evolve into a giant killer? And how, how does God fashion me to be able to confront giants in my life? Well, David was selected for destiny, just like you and me. God selects us for destiny. Say this, I am, I have been selected for destiny. Hallelujah. When I walk about, when I talk about destiny, I'm talking about your destination, how you end up, how you end up where God wants you to be. God takes us from level to level to level, from glory to glory to glory. That's our God. That's our God. In Jeremiah 29 verse 11, the Bible, the Bible says that he knows the thoughts that he thinks towards us, thoughts of peace and not evil, to give us a future and a hope. Say this with me. 
my father, my God, you know the thoughts you have about me, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give me a future and a hope. Hallelujah. People look at you and have no idea how God is involved in your life <laughs> and how God has been moving in your life, setting you up, setting you up, setting you up for greater greater, greater things, setting you up for greater positions, even at work, setting you up. Let's see how uh, the selection process took place then in chapter 16. Samuel is at Jesse's house. The interview is about to happen. In Samuel 16 verse 6, it says, so it was when they came that he looked at Elibi and said, surely the Lord's anointed is the anointing is before him because Eli was tall, he was big, and he looked like a king. And this is something that I, he looked strong and tall, and he looked like a king. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance. Do not look at his appearance or his physical structure because I have refused him. Because the Lord does not see men like we say, God does not look at men like we see men. Men look at the outside, but God looks on the heart. Say this with me I am not impressed on what is outside, it's all about what is inside. Hallelujah. Then Jesse says, Okay, I have another son, a mini bab. Say, and uh, Samuel says, the Lord has not chosen him either. Then he brings Shamabad. And so Samuel says, he is not the one either. And then Jesse says, okay, okay, I will bring all my seven sons to you. And then you can, they can stand before you and you can see which one of them. And uh, Samuel says, these, none of these, none of the seven, and he says to Jesse, Jesse, do you have more sons? And Jesse says, well, I have a young son. I never consider him for, I never consider him for any position or for, for, for even for this position, he is tending to sheep. Samuel asked that they call him. David is tending to sheep. He is in, he is in a, in a funny place, in an obscure place. He has been rejected. He has been looked over. Say this with me, don't despise, don't despise. tending sheep because when God gets ready for you, there will be people with better qualifications, but you will be the one, hallelujah. Some will have more degrees, degrees than you, but when God gets ready for you, he will move you to the front line. He will make the process wait for you. Say, God is going to make the process wait for me. Hallelujah. Say this with me. I decree and I declare that whatever God has ordained for me, it will wait for me to get there. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, family, how long it takes. It doesn't matter. God probably is still pruning you and still, uh, 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 yeah, pruning you for that very same position that he has ordained for you. 
David comes, he is a young, he is young, and the Bible says that he is good looking. He doesn't even look like he can be a king or warrior. He looks like he has never been even tested. And Samuel says, anoint him. This is the one. Say, I am the one. Hallelujah. Say this with me. I decree and I declare that I may not look like it, but I am the one. Hallelujah. David is anointed. Uh, there is um, a reason why this is happening. Just like God told Jeremiah, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you and ordained you to be a prophet. God has already set you up that uh, God had already set it up that David was going to be the king of Israel. David is anointed in chapter 16. Say this with me. I decree and I declare that my greatest challenge will be before my greatest promotion in the name of Jesus. Say this again. Let's say it again. I decree and I declare that my greatest challenges will be before my greatest promotion in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, your greatest challenge will happen before your greatest promotion. We have a problem because David is now anointed and Saul is still king. On one side, David has now been anointed to be king. And this side, Saul is still king. Saul has the position, but David has the power. Say this with me. Saul has the position, but David has the power. Hallelujah. Saul is in the appointment, but David has the anointing. Jesus, if you are anointed, you don't have to worry who is in that position that God has ordained for you. Your anointing will catch up with your appointment. Your anointing, say this with me, my anointing will catch up with my appointment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In chapter, one chapter later, Goliath is down in the valley mocking Israel. David is a little boy, but anointed. Says, I will do it. Mighty men of war in Israel say that they can't take up Goliath. They run away. But David, as small as he is, as young as he is, says he will do it. In 1 Samuel 17, verse 31, the Bible says, now when the words which David spoke, were heard, they reported them to Saul, and he went for, he sent for him. Hallelujah. When David spoke to Saul, he said, let nobody, no, let nobody's heart fail because of this giant. Your servant will be glad to go and fight the giant. And um, <laughs> because Saul, and Saul said to David, you are not able to fight against this Philistine. You can't fight him. You don't have any experience. And Goliath has been, you, and Goliath has been trained. He has been trained. He started fighting from a young age. He will kill you. But David said to Saul, I know that I have been tending to sheep. And while I was keeping sheep, a lion or a bear would try to take the sheep and I would go after them. I chased the bear and I killed it with my bare hand. I chased the lion and I killed it with my bare hands. Now Saul 
understand something. If your servant killed a lion in the bay, this uncircumcised Philistine will be just like one of them. Will be one of them. Seeing that he has defiled the armies of the living God of Israel, the Lord who has delivered me from the paw of the lion and the bay, he will deliver me from the hands of this uncircumcised Philistine giant. And so said to David, bless you then. Now he's giving up and it's like, okay, if you are so determined, uh, David, to go ahead and fight, um, and fight the Goliath, I'll bless you, you can go. Say this with me, I decree and I declare that I am going to face this giant head on in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. David leaves the presence of Saul. The setting is like this. The Philistines are on one side and the Israelites are on the other side. David says that he will take on Goliath because he's got a history. And Saul says, if you are so convinced and determined, go right ahead. And the Bible says in verse 38, so Saul clothed David with his armor and put on a bronze helmet on his head. He also clothed him with a coat. Saul says, take my armor, take my helmet, take my coat. Saul, just look at this. Saul is a grown man. And David is a little boy. And Saul is saying, David, take my armor. Take my armor. Can you imagine what it looked like? <laughs> he puts it, put on the stuff that did not fit him. Say this with me. I will not, I will not put, on put on stuff that doesn't fit me. Doesn't fit Hallelujah. David could not accept the armor. David could accept the armor, so he said he could not accept the armor. So he does not want to offend Saul, but he had to stand his integrity because if he does not stand in his integrity and be honest about it, his progress will be restricted. Say this with me. If I don't stand in my integrity, my progress will be restricted. Amen. It's not that he cannot win, but he will be restricted by this armor that doesn't fit him. God is trying to tell somebody out there, including probably myself, that sometimes the right, uh, something right now, because there are some things that you have to kindly return because we have a generation that are attracted to things that don't fit them. And because you are attracted by what doesn't fit you, you end up wondering why you can't get the victory. And it's because you have stuff that don't fit you. That is why you have to get to a place where you can say uh, and don't force yourself to accept things that don't fit you and carry weight. Say this with me, I declare and I declare, I'm letting go of all the weight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. David says, so your armor is for your battle. 
your armor is for your battle. I don't need your armor. I appreciate your blessing. Now, what he does, David leaves so, and the company, or, and he's now heading down to the valley to face Goliath on nothing but faith. Say this with me. I will fight my battles on nothing but faith. Hallelujah. Everybody else is afraid, but he has got faith. Don't let people who are fearful hate on you because you have the faith to do what they cannot do. Say this with me. I decree and I declare. I'm coming back with the victory. Hallelujah. In verse 40, the Bible says he took his stuff in his hand. He chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag. And he had a sling uh, and he came near Goliath. He came near, he's walking down the valley. Goliath is down in the valley. David is walking down in the valley from Goliath's back. Goliath is facing the Israelites. David is walking down and the Bible says he came near Goliath. Jesus and Goliath turns around verse 42 says and when Goliath saw him he had disdained him it's this the best you can send to fight me Goliath says so the Philistine says to David am I a dog that you come to me with sticks am I a dog that you come to me with sticks the Philistine started cursing David. Your giant will talk back to you. You will open up that bill and the giant will say to you, <laughs> anyone out there have a giant that talks back to them? So your giant will say, as you open up that bill, it will say, you can't pay me. You can't pay me. But because you know who you are, and you know that you are a God kingdom kid. You, that's nothing for you. Your God has got more resources for you. Say this with me. I declare and I declare. When my giant talks back at me, I will talk right back at it. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The giant said, come here, David. I will give your flesh to the birds and I will kill you and feed you to the beast. David says to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword and your javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord. Say, I will face my enemies in the name of the Lord. I will not do it in my flesh, but I will do it in the spirit, in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Say this with me, I decree and I declare that there is a greater name than the giant that is standing before me. There is a greater name than COVID. There's a greater name than sickness and disease. There's a greater name than lack. There's a greater name than barrenness. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, there is a greater name than any situation. And that name is Jesus. This day, it's ending. 
this day it's ending. This day, God will deliver you into my hands. I am going to strike you and take your head off. I speak to you, giant. I will pay you off and I will never be in debt again. You have to speak to your giant and tell it, I will pay you off, you giant of debt, and I will never be in debt again. I will be healed and I will never be sick of the same sickness again. You have to keep talking to your situation. I'm going to pass my exams and I won't repeat it again. Say this with me, today, today this giant is going to fall in the name of Jesus. David tell Goliath that he will show the Philistine what he did, the Philistines what he did with him and take his carcass and let the birds of the air and the beasts of the field eat, eat you. David slew Goliath. Let us see how it happened. The Bible says that David went to the brook and got five smooth stones. He put them in a shepherd's bag and a slingshot. And David went down there with nothing but faith. Here is Goliath with all his power and all his intimidation. And you have David on the other side who has been mocked but anointed. And the anointing has given David all the courage he needed. All David had is a stone and a sling. <laughs> Something sometimes when you look at your resources or your situation against your giant, it looks like nothing, but that is enough. Whatever you have, the little you have, it is enough. Say to me, say this to yourself, it is enough. What I have is enough. David released the stone and that stone hit Goliath and he fell. Goliath fell. Logically, I was talking to my daughter this morning and I was just saying to her, but if you look at it logically, a stone, a stone and a sling, how hard was that intensity of that stone out of the sling that could really knock out the giant? It doesn't make sense, does it? But let me tell you what really does make sense. When God puts power behind your stone, say this with me, when God puts power behind my stone, I can kill any giant. When God puts power behind my faith, I can conquer anything in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Goliath got knocked out. The stone knocked Goliath out. You are not done just because your Goliath has been knocked down because there are many of you that have seen your Goliath fall and you walk away praising God, saying, God, thank you. I have won the victory. My Goliath has gone down. But let me tell you something, family. Your Goliath is not dead until it is dead. <clears throat> so David had to fulfill a prophecy. David stood over Goliath. Say this with me. I decree and I declare that I will stand over what was standing over me. Say it again. I will stand over what was standing over me, Jesus. And Goliath took the sword that uh, Goliath said he was going to kill David with. 
and David took Goliath's head and David chopped off his head and held the head in one hand and put his foot on Goliath's chest. And say this with me, God will make my enemy a footstool. I won't settle for my giant falling only, but I will cut it off from the head. Say this with me, I'll cut off sickness and disease from the head. I will cut off trouble, marital problems. I will cut off poverty. I will cut off barrenness. I will cut off failure. I will cut off the head of failure in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Say this with me. I decree and I declare that every giant that has been intimidating me will be cut off from the head in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You come to me with all your weapons, David said, but I come to you in the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Say this with me. My Father, my God, when I'm faced with battles and opposition, I learn not to look at the size of the situation, but focus on the size of my God. And remember that every enemy or opposition outside the covenant cannot stand against me in the name of Jesus. Say this with me, I decree and I declare, there are hidden opportunities in every problem. That's why the Bible says all things work together, whether good or bad, all things work together. Hallelujah, hallelujah. When confronted with situations that look terrible, I will ask the Holy Spirit to show me the opportunities in these circumstances. Say this with me, it will take time for me to discern, but if I persist enough, I will find them. Hallelujah. Say this with me, I decree that I will remind myself of past victories and deliver and delivered me, sorry, I will say this, sorry. I decree that I will remind myself of past victories, answered prayers and testimonies. If God was good to me then and delivered me then, he will do it again and again and again. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit will inspire our hearts on what to do and what we can use to defeat our opposition, solve our problems, and obtain breakthroughs. When we decree and declare the word of God before our giants and opposition, we spiritually disarm them and make them defenseless in the name of Jesus. God is faithful and God will always be on our side. Say this with me, I will stand and nothing shall stand before me because I stand in the power of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Father God, for this word. We thank you, my Father, my God, that it has encouraged us, my Father, my God, that we know, Father God, that we are giant slayers, my Father, my God. We will stand, Father God, that whatever stands before us, Father God, we will stand above it. We will stand over it because you are with us. 
in all times. Father, I thank you. I give you honor and I give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.